for us, the biggest thing was when you started to get into talking about like work and um, work management and project management, kind of the thought of it just makes people want to cry a lot of the time. And so we were like, what if we could turn those tears into tears of joy? Um, and so for us, we're just trying to inject sort of some fun and energy into a space that is historically sort of painful. Welcome to Social Post, a podcast brought to you by Meet Edgar. Each week, we bring you a guest to inspire your creativity, breathe new life into your marketing strategy, and get you motivated to take action in your business. Whether you're just starting out or a seasoned entrepreneur, you'll walk away feeling like you took your social media marketing multivitamin. Enjoy the interview and remember, what's possible for them is possible for you. And we can't wait to see your success. Hey, Social Post, welcome back. Today we have our first two-person interview and we're really lucky to be joined by Megan and David who are in the development process and are launching a really cool productivity app called Squad. It is the weekly game planner for marketing teams and it aims to really control the chaos of your day to make sure that you are focusing on the things that matter to move the needle in your business. So I'm gonna pass it over to Megan and David real quick to introduce themselves and then we'll start talking about the development process of an app and how they are actually getting this out into the world. So go right ahead, you two. So I'm Megan. Um, I've been in marketing for about 15 years, uh, mostly working at startups uh, with a like strong focus on the digital space. Uh, and I'm David. Uh, Megan and I, Megan was my manager uh, where we used to work and I was doing marketing operations and recently transitioned to web development. Um, so when this idea kind of came about between us. We decided to partner together and use our combined knowledge to, to create something new, I guess. Oh, I love that so much. So let's jump off right there. When you guys were developing this idea and getting started with it, can you talk a little bit about how you dial in on a problem that you saw in this space? Because there are other productivity apps out there that people can use. So what was that one thing that you thought could make yours special? And how did you actually develop that as the problem you were trying to solve? Yeah, I think the thing we ran into, so we were part of a pretty small team. Um, we were about five or six people. And uh, we just ran into tools being way too complicated for us. Like they were sort of over-engineered. Um, and so we tried Asana, we tried Basecamp, we tried a handful of different things and we just couldn't get people to, um, to use them. And we, we kind of like set out a, a weekly trial of each one. And at the end of the week, we'd come back and no one would have tasks added or have done anything in them. So. Um, that was something we were really looking to kind of like simplify the space and create a tool that could work with other tools if need be. Um, and then I guess, David, you want to talk just a little bit about how, um, you know, it's sort of one simple view. Yeah, I think part of the, the challenge with all those tools is like, even if you did take the time to create your task and your subtask and add all your projects, it, it wasn't like you were communicating that immediately with everybody else in the team. Um, so it, so there wasn't like a quick way to like make sure that that everyone was on task or even like on on deadline without fully diving into what they were doing. So so that was another part of the complexity that uh, especially for me as just like a regular contributor on the team, what uh, you know was uh, kind of kind of a problem. The the other big thing for us was like not all goals are created equal, and that's something I'm really passionate about because if you hit your revenue number for the quarter. Um, that's great. 
are like the best thing that can happen, but you probably have a secondary goal that's like launch the rebrand. Um, and so if you launch the rebrand and don't hit your revenue goal, you won't have had a successful quarter. And all these other systems didn't kind of help us keep like focus on, uh, you know, the, the goals that really mattered. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I think this is something you guys, social post listeners can take is, do you see a problem in the market space that you have an app or something that's supposed to make you more productive, but no one's using it properly? That's a really good identifier that that's probably a problem other people have. So taking these things in your own life that you can solve can often be a great jumping off space for people to come up with these ideas that can make the world a little bit easier for people to use. So I love that simplicity. So can you go a little bit into the fact that you guys saw this problem, you guys knew how to fix it, but how do you make sure that there's a market fit for other people actually using it? Do you have any validation processes where you talk to other people to make sure that people would actually need another app out there that you could speak to and how you're gonna actually attract those people to find out about Squad? Yeah, for sure. I think the coolest thing for us was that we sort of started uh, using this system ourselves and then other teams in the company, you know, we're part of a, a real, we were part of a really big company. And so we watched other teams kind of like learn about it and start to use it themselves. Um, so we got that feedback really quickly and it was nice that it just kind of organically happened for us. Um, but yeah, David, you want to talk a little bit about like how we're going to get, get additional people to check it out? Um, yeah. I mean, I think part of it is just for whatever reason, like the, 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 the way it works before we get too far without kind of describing how it is, it's, it's the Eisenhower method, which is a method where you divide all your tasks into four quadrants, ranging from like the highest priority to the absolute lowest priority. Um, and for whatever reason, like that, that's not, I don't think it's a super common way that people organize their weeks, but when they see it, it, it really kind of like starts to like resonate with them and it kind of kind of works in the sense that it takes the guesswork out of like what you should be doing next. Um, so I, I think that was like one of the other things that even without doing any like scientific validation, anecdotally, when people would see that, it just kind of clicked, uh, which kind of kind of uh, motivated us to keep going with it. Um, but it, in terms of like actually starting to, to, to get the product out in front of people, um, the, the main way right now is just kind of like doing like the grassroots, like dirty work of like reaching out to as many people as we can that we think are in the target demographic or, or people that will have kind of the, the right feedback to, to get the product molded in the right direction. Yeah, that's really great. I love your approach of just using the people in your life to talk to them about actually seeing how they speak to the problem and bringing that feedback back into the actual app process. Because when it comes down to it, we think of our users sometimes as just numbers and not actually people, but there are people in your life who you could ask and get this really great feedback from. Um, so I love that tip so, so much. Now you guys have a really unique URL and I'd love for you to dive a little bit into that. I know you guys have of your app named Squad, but when you go to it, it's actually squad.lol. So can you talk a little bit about how you guys found LOL and how that works into the brand voice that you want to use for your app? Yeah, I think um, it was funny. We had a lot of fun kind of developing the brand vibe and we have like a similar vibe. So it kind of came about naturally. But um, for us, the biggest thing was when you sort of get into talking about like work and um, work management and project management, kind of the thought of it just makes people want to cry a lot of the time. And so we were like, what if we could turn those tears into tears of joy? 
Um, and so for us, we're just trying to inject sort of some fun and energy into a space that is historically sort of painful. Really, really amazing, actually. And I think that comes about with a lot of different applications that get made. Actually, meet Edgar's name. Edgar came up because Laura, our founder, just needed to call it something when she was referring <laughs> it. And she decided just to call it Edgar. And then it stuck. So you never know when those things are actually going to come about. So I love that. So can we dive a little bit into the fact that you learn a lot of lessons when you create something from the ground up. And sometimes those lessons are things you wish you knew at the beginning to make the process a little smoother. And a lot of the times I hear from founders like yourselves that actually building a startup like this is getting a master's degree basically in business. So can you speak to a few of the lessons that both of you learned from building something from the ground up that you could impart on some of our listeners today if they're starting on their own project? Yeah, I think one of the, the biggest things is um, just as we learn more and more about the space, kind of realize that there's no shortage of uh, team management or productivity apps like this. Um, and everyone's got their own take on it. And, and there's about a million of them. And the challenge is really to try to like differentiate our product. Um, because, because it, is, it is different in a number of ways, but like, what's that language gonna be that's gonna make people real, realize that? But then the, the other challenge is once we have differentiated the product, it's, it's, it's not like, um, it still requires a little bit of ed education to get people to buy into the philosophy behind why it works. So it's not like a, something that you would instantly buy just based on seeing it right away. You kind of actually have to try it and, and try it out with your team and see how people respond to it. Um, so how do we get people to be willing to take that leap and and at least check out a trial and and how do we support them like on that part of the customer journey where they're actually into the product? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a marketing challenge. Um, and as David said, it's like you know when your refrigerator breaks, you definitely need to purchase another refrigerator. And we don't have that sort of like magical, very clear moment when someone would look up and say like, hey, the way I do work isn't quite as productive as it could be. Um, and so for us, it's just kind of like finding people in the, in the right moment, whether it's during, you know, budgeting season when marketers are looking at, you know, their stack for the next year, um, or whether it's, uh, you know, specific keywords that they're searching for, that sort of thing. So we're still trying to figure that out a little bit. And oh, I will say this, as someone who's like transitioned from being a marketing person to being a developer, and this is a hot take, but I, I believe now that marketing is objectively harder and especially customer acquisition is harder than actually just building the app. Oh, you know who you're talking to, two marketers here. So <laughs> we definitely appreciate that hot take. And I think that's a really interesting point, Megan, about the fact you need to think about what's going on in the season of people's lives to know how to talk to them and to resonate with their problems at that moment. Because if you present these marketing copy ideas you came up with just in a vacuum and it's not actually going to hit someone at the right time, you've wasted a lot of time writing that copy and researching it. Um, so guys, take your time actually thinking about what's going on is it tax season? Are people having these different organizational problems? Where are they spending their tax money refund? As Megan's example came up, is a really cool thing to bring into your marketing strategy. So if we can dive a little bit further here about your value of this product, we have a lot of different pricing structures from our listeners here, from people who sell really high-end tickets to apps that are free. So I'd love to have you guys dig into a little bit on how you came up with your pricing structure, because 
it's really hard when we build something to actually put a value on it. Often I know people get a hard time being like, well, I just want everyone to have it. I'm going to give it away for free, but we have to have that mindset to get paid for our business that we're creating. So how do you actually get that correct pricing structure that's going to work to build a business, but also be affordable for your target market? Yeah, I think, I mean, pricing is definitely one of the hardest things. Um, it, it definitely was for us, just so everyone has the context. Um, the, the way we decided to go, at least initially, is it's um, free for solo users and then $225 a month per user for teams um, if you go with the annual package. And there was kind of a lot of thought that went into it, but I think the most important thing is we felt that if we could um, get individuals to use it for their own task management and enjoy it and love it, they would be more likely to recommend it to their teams. Um, and so we really wanted to keep solo users free. And then I think another big piece of it was sort of going out and looking at the competition, competition and understanding, you know, what was their pricing? Um, how, how can we make it easily digestible um, and competitive? That sort of thing. And then I guess the final and kind of like most important thing in my, my mind is, um, you know, David and I have worked a lot with sales teams um, and in, in B2B and in the B2B space. And one of the most kind of frustrating things as a customer is having to wait to hear back about what the price is for something. And so we wanted to like really get rid of that um, negotiation and kind of pain point. So we're sort of bringing a CarMax philosophy to uh, to SaaS, we hope, where we're saying upfront exactly what it's going to cost and the value you're going to get. Yeah, that transparency as someone going out and looking at it is very, very reassuring. And I think it does build a ton of um, trust amongst the users who will be coming there. Um, so I know again, that you guys have probably developed a lot of the resources that are inside of your app off of things that you've learned along the way in life. I know that you mentioned the Eisenhower method, David, and there's a lot of different things that probably go into creating the features that you did. Are there any specific resources, whether it be podcasts or books or courses that you've taken that you have found particularly helpful to making this app become a reality for you guys? Yeah, for sure. We were just talking about this earlier. Um, I think the two biggest things for me, I read um, a book called The, the Power of Habit. Um, and I think, you know, so much of productive work is building productive habits. And so um, a lot of that went into sort of like how we built the tool. Um, and then the other, the other one I really liked was a book called Scientific Timing, which is all about sort of maximizing your day and the hours in it. So looking at, you know, a lot of people are their most productive about two hours after they wake up. So really making sure you're using um, that time in the morning to do sort of your hardest work uh, rather than opening your inbox and just responding to what's come in. Um, so I definitely use that as I like try to get through work for the tool. Yeah, and for me, I can't think of anything specific other than uh, I've been reading a lot of news, uh, email newsletters and some of which I, I pay for monthly. And just really getting to understand like that business model and, and how quickly it can scale uh, got me really motivated to start thinking about a, a similar like software project that would scale in the same way for, you know, just a, a team of two like us. Yeah, that's really cool. I do really like paying for newsletters and courses like that because I really do feel like it makes me pay attention and actually want to mm -hmm. get the most knowledge out of it. So that's really yeah. cool. Um, so can I ask you guys what your favorite features and use cases for the app currently as it is are? Like, how do you use it in your daily workflow? And what's your absolute favorite feature about it? I just like the fact that uh, 
tasks in this app are not tied to specific projects or specific deadlines. Um, so you just create your task and basically when you do that, you're making a promise to get it done by the end of the week. Uh, and even if you don't get it done by the end of the week, if you don't mark it as done, it'll follow you into the next week. So that's just kind of like a way that like really works with the way that, that my, my mind kind of thinks about getting stuff done. Um, and I like that that forces me to be accountable with my team where I'm seeing that those tasks are still there, but so is everybody else. So it's kind of motivating me to, to get stuff done when I say it's gonna get done. Yeah, I think for me as a manager, it just provides like the exact level of visibility you want. I think other tools have been too granular or too high level. And to me, this was sort of the perfect in between. And I was able to really feel like, you know, when I put my foot on the gas, we were going. Um, because I could see the very specific projects that were getting done each week. Um, and I like, you know, David kind of mentioned this, but I feel like a lot of people still don't know how much work they can actually accomplish in a week. And when you start to see week over week what you actually cross off and don't, um, you really start to right size your workload so you're not over promising and under delivering for other teams or your colleagues. And, you know, that's something that's really important um, in building your career, I feel like, or a company. So, that was super helpful. And then in terms of like what I love the most, um, definitely task completion. Like there's, uh, there's a really cool feature where, um, I don't know how to explain it, but, <laughs> but basically it rewards you for completing tasks in a very fun way. Awesome. Yeah. Those little reward kind of dopamine centered features and anything always get me as well. And I totally agree. I think it's like either Tony Robbins or Gary V quote or something that we always underestimate what we can accomplish in a year, but overestimate what we can accomplish in a day. And I can see how those things like mm -hmm. tracking and following along would help so much with that issue of realizing how much we can actually work towards our goals. If we just take those micro commitments and take those micro steps. Um, so I love those features that you guys already you have they sound super useful but can you talk a little bit about your roadmap where are you guys hoping to take this as you're starting to launch it and getting in that excitement mode what are you hoping to add to it in the future Megan you want to take this one yeah I'll, well I can start you can finish <laughs> um, yeah I think you know one thing we have in development right now is um, kind of an area for um, what we're calling your rainy day tasks it's things that you don't want to fall off your list but also don't need to waste mental energy trying to remember so just like a little place to to store a sandbox of ideas um, that can carry with you week over week um, and then another thing you know in the future we really want to get to is insights so sort of uh, a digest of, you know, who's getting work completed, who's not, um, how much you're able to achieve each week, um, the types of work you do, are you getting better at um, only taking on work that's high impact and um, high urgency, or are you spending a lot of time still in that, that um, less impactful box? So um, I think those are probably the two biggest things, but did I miss anything? Yeah, I think generally just uh, like different ways that the app can support what managers have to deal with week to week. Uh, one of them being like Megan said, being able to look back and, and seeing what you've accomplished, but also week to week, week being able to share what your team is doing with the person that's managing you. And, and so they can get clarity and they can help you prioritize. Uh, there's like a lot, uh, a lot to be done there that I haven't seen any other app really focus on that problem. Um, so I think there, there's a lot of work we can, we can definitely get done there. 
Oh, it sounds like you guys have a really clear vision for where this is going to go. And I'm so excited, especially in this time where we're working more remotely and we're having to be more transparent with our goals and our communication. These kind of tools are golden for teams who are distributed right now, but still working towards hitting their goals. Guys, if you want to learn more about squad.lol, all of the links where you can go ahead and get in touch with Megan and David and see their beautiful app will be in the show notes. Let us know what you think. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Megan and David, thank you so much for sharing your tool today. This was a really cool conversation about how we can use apps to be more productive and to make sure that we are all going after our dreams of building a business based on the problems we see in the world. So thanks so much, you guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for tuning in and be sure to keep the conversation going with us on social. We're at Meet Edgar on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So let us know your biggest takeaway from today's episode. And don't forget to tag us. Visit www.meetedgar.com and start a free trial to up-level your social media marketing strategy today. Happy posting.